Southland may not be suitable for all audiences. This show contains political, sexual, and violent themes. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions, as well as on Twitter at the South LND Pod Twitter account. Welcome to Southland! It's summer in LA, and as the heat radiates in waves off the pavement, the city pulses with life. But despite all the usual excitement this season brings, this year it comes with a sense of unease. Over the past couple months, a rash of mysterious disappearances has put a pall over the community. The local government is far too quiet on the issue. The people know that we can do plenty to keep each other safe. This is Summer in the City. left our urban heroes they had driven south uh from la to yorba linda to borrow the rv from stephanie's family uh we met gary her father who is a sleazy businessman and bunny who is a much more loving stepmother than she had originally seemed uh we ended on stephanie commandeering the van uh while the rest of the crew followed behind in maya's suv uh so we are gonna pick up uh, in the RV itself, uh, I don't know if at some point, because you guys have probably stopped for like a bathroom break or something at this point, probably been on the road for a couple of hours. So some of you might be in the RV, some of you might be in, in Maya's car, it's up to y'all where you want to be. Um, I'm like white knuckling driving and I bought a pack of cigarettes at the gas station, I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... <coughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so uh, we're gonna start with what it actually looks like Emery is in process of something. Uh, but I was going to start with uh, Isaiah getting a call from his mother. Hi, mommy. Hello, sweetheart. I, I just wanted to call to wish you luck on your trip. You guys are on your way now, right? Yeah, we're on the road. All right, good. Um, do you know uh, Ricardo? He's he's actually here right now. He wanted to say hello as well. Uh, and she puts the phone on speaker, and Ricardo uh, uh, chimes in and goes, "Hello." Um, she says he just came by to have lunch with me. We're we're looking at some photos of Aida and, and sharing some stories. Isaiah is making a sad face. <laughs> um, she she uh, puts uh, blows some kisses into the phone and says, "I'm so proud of you for going to try and find her." And I'm, I would be lying if I said I wasn't very scared for you, but I I trust you, and I and I think that you're going to be able to do this. That means a lot. I I love you, baby. I'm trying to hold it together, but I, there's a lot of people I love on this trip and it's, it's a little scary. She uh, makes a, a noise of acknowledgement and says, I'm, I'm sure it is. And, you know, just know that there are a lot of people you love who aren't on the trip too and have you in their hearts and are thinking of you. 
<laughs> better be praying for me. She's, she laughs and goes, of course we are, sweetheart. I love you, okay? Good luck. Love you too. Kiss, kiss. Uh, she's right back. Um, and so uh, shortly after that, uh, another one of you also gets a phone call. Uh, this time it is Cass. Uh, you see the caller ID has uh, whatever Ethan's name is in your, in your phone. I guess it's Catboy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it has to be. Uh, what else so, could yeah, it you, be? You've got a you've got a call coming in from Catboy. Um, <laughs> if you want to answer it, uh, I personally don't, but Cat definitely <laughs> always yeah. does want to answer the phone when his bestie calls. So he picks up and he's like, "Hey, dude." <laughs> hey. Uh, so, you remember that, like, super weird phone call we had the other day where you were telling me about that crazy shit, and I was like, oh, look into it for you, because I had absolutely no idea kind of what the fuck you were talking about? You're, you're gonna have to be more specific than that, man. That happens every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the but yes, I, of... I remember specifically which one you're talking about, yes. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, you know... Okay, so this is how you know I really love you, because I got in touch with Ethan Sr. Uh, oh, Ethan wow. Sr. is his grandfather, the uh, first in the line of Ethan's. He's uh, now Ethan the third, or Threethan, as only he ever calls himself. What I what, see. What a name to pick to pass down. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he uh, he says that he reached out to Ethan, his grandfather, uh, and he says he lent me a book, uh, which, uh, well, I actually can't read the actual title of the book, but it's on the, the like, the subject of what you were talking about. It's on uh, the liminal space is what I've learned it's called. Um, so basically what I've been reading is, like, you know, this space is, like, if you get there to what people are calling the liminal space, uh, you can potentially kind of occupy the states of both life and death at once. Okay. Um, um, hang on, I gotta take notes. And then he's, <laughs> he he pulls out a little like spiral notebook and a purple pen, and he's taking notes in his spiral notebook with a purple pen. Very cute. Thank uh, you. He's like uh, the details yeah. are important. He's like, yeah, so, like, basically, if you were to enter the liminal space, you'd have, like, an intense amount of power. But the problem is, like, technically, you shouldn't be able to get there. Because there's, like, barriers of, like, pure magical energy that would rip you apart. And I'm not just talking about, like, would rip your physical form apart. Like, it, like your very essence would just be shredded by this magic. So you super, like, shouldn't be able to get there. Um, no one, to my knowledge, or to my grandfather's knowledge, or anyone he's talked to has ever successfully entered. Also, fun fact about that magical barrier, uh, not super relevant, but did you know, uh, magic has, like, a bunch of different colors, but, like, pure, raw magic is almost always purple. Hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, though... Uh, yeah, if you got in there, you would be like a god. Like, you could have influence over the prime material plane that 
I mean, we don't super get what exactly the extent of that influence would be, but it's like really vast. Um, and if you could potentially get both in and then back out of the liminal space, you would at that point have an amassed an amount of magic that would make you virtually unstoppable. Okay, so this liminal space is freakier than a gas station truck stop at a fucking on 94 at like three in the morning. And uh, it gives I mean, you super magic if you go through and come back. Yeah. I mean, but okay. that's all, like, hypothetical. Like, that, according to everyone I've ever talked to, that shouldn't be able to happen. Okay. Well, I think um, we're, we're kind of passing hypothetical here, bud. And uh, can you promise me that you're not going to fuck around with this stuff? And... I don't know. Your granddad's not evil, is he? He's like, he like sucks, but he's not evil, is he? <laughs> yeah, no, he sucks, <laughs> but I don't think he's evil. Okay. Honestly, I'm, like, listen, dude, we're good friends, but don't ask if necromancers are evil. No, I mean, I never listen. Necromancer is evil. No, I'm just, listen, I'm dealing with a lot of evil stuff, you know? Dealing with somebody who's trying this kind of thing. I just don't feel like having to deal with more megalomaniacs who feel like fucking around with nature, you know? So well, I know that yeah. you would do it out of curiosity, which is great, except it's not great. So like, don't do that because, you know, that would suck. Listen, I'm but, trying to get shredded, but not that kind of shredded. Oh, that's hilarious. That's really good, actually. Good one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well... That's, that's really, that's, that's great. That's really helpful, Ethan. Thanks. Hey, you're welcome. All right. Okay, just, no, no, not all right. So are you saying there's somebody who's maybe done this? Because that's very scary. Are you okay? Um, yeah, no, I think I, you know, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. You know, it's fine. Uh, we'll probably, you know. If if I have to get, kill a god or like an upcoming god, I'll I'll call you first, okay? I'll uh, you're breaking up. You're um, <laughs> I gotta go. Okay, I love you, Ethan. I love you. <laughs> and then he he hangs up. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, you guys have gotten now a little bit more information about uh what uh what maybe our john weber the the head of the church maybe did and what maybe hj whitley maybe did um i will remind you all that uh the account about hj whitley's death by his children noted that when he was quote unquote dying uh the last thing they saw before he died was his body being surrounded in purple light that's great cass uh Decided he wants to ride in the RV because he likes the leg room. So he stares at the blank television screen or the microwave or something for a f couple of minutes after he hangs up pretending that Ethan was breaking up and he just sits there quietly and then he turns to the closest person to him, to him, whoever that might be, and he goes, um, 
<laughs> I think I think we're gonna have to kill a god. <laughs> and then proceeds to elaborate in a way that I will not be annoying and describe how he elaborates, but <laughs> he he conveys the information that Ethan just gave to him. Oh boy. Complete with diagrams that he drew himself. Oh, delightful. It's mostly purple squiggles since apparently pure magic is purple. Most of the time. Learn something new every day. Uh, so Maya is uh, behind the RV in her uh, big old car. Uh, Paul is in that car. Excellent. Uh, so Maya actually first before calling the rest of the group says to Tall, um, I, I tried to let everyone else know, but uh, we actually, my dad did us the favor of uh, booking some hotel rooms for us so that we can stop oh. for the night. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to call everyone else and let them know. You've been to Solvang before? No? Oh my God. Uh, she says it. it's a little cheesy, but I think it'll be a fun little stop for us. Uh, Solvang is a uh, Danish town, basically, in like mid-California. Uh, so all of the architecture is very Danish-inspired. They even in, in the fall have what they call Danish days, where there's like little cultural events throughout the month. Um, fun. <laughs> is this why we were ripping on Danish people in the chat earlier yes. this week? <laughs> okay, no, sorry, go so ahead. Maya, so Maya calls uh, Stephanie, who's driving the RV. Um, what? Hey. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, it's Maya. I mean, you can't see what face Maya's making. Tall can, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, so listen, I know we're like trying to like go, 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 but we are probably going to need to stop for the night. Um, my right. dad was kind enough uh, to get us some hotel rooms up in Solvang. Uh, so I, I think that's where we should be headed. Uh, aren't you worried that maybe my dad might have called the cops on us? Um, You know, I it has crossed my mind. Um, but honestly, I mean, my, listen, he's your dad. You know him better than I do. I would Not really. Guess, okay, fair enough. I would guess type of guy like that doesn't want the, like, family embarrassment of, like, having to call the cops on his own daughter. Mm. That's where I'm hedging my bets. All right. Um, yeah, you're kind of past the age where, like, you know, your your family calls the cops on you just to scare you into complying, you know, like, that wouldn't work, so what's the point? Also, it looks like Bunny was maybe going to try and take care of things. Do you think your stepmom killed your dad? Because that's kind of <laughs> fucked up. She's, like, still white. I assume, by the way, that you're next to me in the RV, which means that I was the person who explained everything to her. And I was just like... (laughs) (laughs) We're having a really fun time in the RV, is what I'm I'm getting. smoking uncomfortably close to you. So, wait, what did you ask me? (laughs) Oh, We're shopping oh, in the oh. funny Danish towns. When you ask me about if Bunny killed my dad, I don't oh. make an expression, but like a single tear goes down my face. Oh, 
<laughs> Meanwhile, in Maya's SUV, like they've got Nikki playing, like <laughs> his babe. Like, hey, Steph, do you want me to drive? <laughs> I can drive. I'm a really good driver. We're almost there. Isaiah didn't see Stephanie's single tear from so from the back. He's just like, if she did, I hope she gets his money. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Oh Cass turns around and he's giving it the like <laughs> <laughs> the slashing across the throat motion repeatedly. A dirty I say his eyes go wide like, you gonna kill me? <laughs> uh, so we're stopping in a funny little town. Yes. Right? So you, yes. you guys pull up. Uh, it's about like late uh, or not late early evening like late afternoon to early evening when you guys pull up in Solvang uh so the sun is just starting to set um and it's yeah it's this little town in Santa Barbara County and it's all like themed around Danish culture uh and where you guys pull up is this place called the M Solvang uh which is a very very quaint uh little bed and breakfast that's very much like rich straight from the streets of Denmark like the shingling the the like wood paneling and all of that like it's it's very cute and like uh quaint and uh it's like large like very grassy uh grounds and whatnot um so really really lovely uh and when you guys all park and get out Maya explains to y'all that there are three rooms booked with two beds in each of them um so when Stephanie goes off to her room, Maya kind of gives everyone else a look and goes, I'll, I'll take this one, guys. Uh, and she heads off after Stephanie. Um, Beck kind of loops his arm or their arm uh, around uh, Cass's and goes, you want to check out our room? Yeah, sounds great. I need to lay down. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so Isaiah and Tall are left to uh, connect with each other. So Tall looks over at Isaiah, and they're feeling slightly awkward, um, but they sort of uh, look over at him and they go, uh, I guess that leaves us two to a room, uh, if that's all right with you. Is it okay if I sleep in my underwear? Absolutely fine. Um, <laughs> um, uh, before that, though, um, I have a question, if that's okay. So... When Maya first told me about your group, uh, one of the things that she told me was that um, you uh, also had your, your grandmother's also missing, probably also taken by this group. And she mentioned that, um, that you have a, a necklace that lets you talk to the missing people. Yeah, it's, it's not perfect communication but i i know you had someone very close to you who's one of the missing two yeah you can you can definitely try if you want i yeah i'd i'd at least like to try you know you i i, I don't know if it'll work or not but at least i at least i'll have tried <laughs> i um i take off the necklace and i put it in tall hand and i say um i'm gonna head out give you a little privacy to have your talk um how does it work before you leave just is it just feel close it your eyes and hope uh, yeah it, you'll um 
it's, it's kind of a, a little bit of a lesser version of the sending spell. So you're going to need to roll like an arcana check to make sure okay. it works. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Um, Imagine yeah. Isaiah said that in terms that are not mechanical D&D terms. Yeah. yeah. It's like you have to focus on their effort. You know, it's someone you know, someone you love. You have to feel for them in the universe and then you get connected. I can do that. Thank you. So I heads out and uh, actually tries to go over to Beck and Cass's room. Oh, lovely. Hell yeah. So Tall is going to try to use the necklace. Um, Lovely. Uh, So go ahead and make a, let's say, mm, let's say DC 15 Arcana check. And you won't have like only one chance to like this. If you if you fail this, it's not going to be like your last chance to. I know. I just want it to work. <laughs> oh, I know. Me too. Uh, that's I roll the natural seventeen plus four twenty one. Love right. it. Okay, perfect. Uh, so you hold on to the necklace, the little like gem pendant of it. Uh, and you're holding it in your hand and you're just focusing really, really hard on being able to contact Eliana. Um, and, you know, after a moment, like you have this moment where you're like, uh, nothing's happening, like what's going on? And then very, very faintly you hear, Tall? Tall, is that you? Eliana, it's me. I got your message. I got, uh, I saw your story. Um, we're coming. We're coming. I'm coming. I'm coming oh my for God. you. I promise. Tall, tall, please be careful. I won't. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to find you. I promise. I saw your message. I, we're on our way. Okay. Well, I, I don't, I don't think I can talk for long, but I just, listen. I know you won't be careful. I know that's too much for me to ask from you. So just um, give them hell for me, okay? Always. Uh, yeah, and so um, you you hear kind of Ileana's voice starting to fade and she goes, I love you, Tall. I miss you. I love you too. And uh, Tall. And then the, the Feels the pendant. warmth fade out of the pendant. <laughs> yeah, it, it starts to, it was glowing like this green uh, when you were hearing Ileana's voice and it, it stops flowing as much and becomes just a, a regular stone. Paul, like, wipes the tears out of their eyes um, mm-hmm. from, you know, getting to, getting to hear the voice again after, after so long. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, confirmation that she really is alive. Um, It takes a moment to sit with that. Yeah. And then they splash some water on their face and uh, go to return the pendant to Isaiah. Uh, delightful. Um, so Isaiah uh, has come into the room with uh, Beck and Cass. Um, Cock walking, like- man. <laughs> Beck, like, immediately, like, as soon as Beck gets into the room, their shirt is off. 
Um, nice. <laughs> simply, nice. They, they do not want to be wearing a shirt. So as soon as they're in the room, no more shirt. Uh, so they're just like in their like big, like uh, poofy pants, sitting cross-legged on the bed. And they're like, they've got this like room service menu for the, for the bed and breakfast that they're like flipping through, but not like in a serious way, more to like laugh about how expensive everything is. <laughs> and just like, and uh, like kind of like goof with, or with Cass about like, so $17 for two pancakes. How big do you think these fucking pancakes are? Like they've got to be goddamn massive for seventeen fucking dollars. No, they're definitely only hand sized. Like you, you know, they're not gonna satisfy two pancakes. No, two pancakes. I mean, who does that? Right. I mean, you gotta have at least five, even if they are big. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, that's crazy. Uh, so Isaiah, that's the conversation that you walk in on. Um, Cast is. Cass is laying face first on the bed, spread eagle, fully dressed, except his <laughs> shoes are off, and everything he's saying is super muffled, and somehow Beck can perfectly understand him anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey guys. Hey, what's hey. up? Hey! I just want to give Paul some time to be there, uh, making a phone call. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Well, welcome to the party room. Ooh, ooh. He, or they, uh open up their bag and produce like three more weed vapes in addition to the one that I'm assuming Isaiah already has. <laughs> what? Nice. Why do you want more missions? I don't know. I'm a great time. You are. Uh, and at that point, I'm assuming then Tall also enters the room. Yeah, Tall locks in. Um hands uh, the necklace to Isaiah with a small smile and is like it worked good I'm glad did, did she seem okay well she seems alive yeah that's really the best we can ask for right now ain't it yeah told me to give him hell so I will what's going I'm on sure in here will. we're making <laughs> fun of pancakes yeah, have you seen this shit? 17 goddamn dollars, and it's two pancakes. Just get fucking waffles at Candor's, man. Like, no need to pay $17 for two pancakes. Ugh. Tell me about it. Um, and uh, we're going to also uh, now real quick cut over to uh, Stephanie and Maya, uh, who are... Uh, oh, I was just gearing up to go on a pancake supremacy rant. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's best we skip that opinion. Because <laughs> it's wrong. Um, just shut up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Maya uh, heads into the room where Stephanie, I assume, is, like, getting set up or, or doing whatever Stephanie's doing. Uh, I just have put a small bag of clothes on the floor and I'm, like, on the bed on my phone, like, scrolling at something. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Stephanie. Uh, how are how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Everything's fine. You know, just another day. She sits down next to you and goes, you don't got to do that. You know, we're all friends here. She looks at you and she's like, I muted my Twitter notifications. I muted my Twitter notifications. I'm having a day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Um. Uh, 
I don't, I, I honestly, I'm not sure what it is I can, can say or do to help you out, but just, you know, family is really complicated and well, sometimes, you know, we love them a lot and that's what hurts us the most. And sometimes we don't know how to love them and that hurts even more. Um, oh, you always think, you know, just what to say. That's so not wise. what I'm saying. I'm fine. I mean, it makes sense that we're fighting now, too, because I think we might be family. Pardon me? I, like, kind of, like, go through my things in my bag and just, like, like I try to toss it, but it's a picture, so it kind of, like, flutters and lands close to me on the bed. Yeah. I'm like, ah! Uh, Maya picks it up and... Uh, looks the name on the back first because it, it, I'll say it landed face down and then flips it over uh, and her eyes go wide seeing it and goes that's that's my aunt that's my my mother's youngest sister that's my mom that's your, uh, that's my real mom apparently Maya is just lost for words for the moment she has no idea what to say about that and she, you know, looks at the picture and up at Stephanie and down at the picture and goes, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know if this is too soon or... It's okay. This um, is a smoking room, right? And I pull out another cigarette. <laughs> oh, my God. And Maya goes, no, but you know what? You've had a day, so I'm just going to give it to you. Um, I hope they didn't take your card on the deposit. And I light it up. um, Just crack the window. It'll be fine. Yeah, Maya opens the window behind you guys. I'm in the bed in the far corner of the room. (laughs) (laughs) Next to, like, like the air conditioner. Oh, beautiful. So good. Uh, So Maya goes... Listen, I don't know if this is too soon. Um, and, you know, think about it as long as you need to. But, um, you know, I i mean, this is my aunt. I know her. If you want me to introduce you. Excuse me? She's I alive? Mean, she's alive. Yeah, of course she's alive. Oh, shit. Well, I probably oh, should. Shit! I probably shouldn't have shot my dad then. <laughs> uh. She goes, well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons for someone to shoot someone else. You know, that's that's up to you. Um, that's a wild but, uh, thing for you to say, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's just trying to make you feel better. Uh, she goes, yeah, I mean, it might have to wait till after we get back. But if, if you want to see her... I could make that happen. So, and something dawns on Stephanie. So, she lives in LA area. Um, yeah, I mean, sorta. Um, outside the city, kind of, kind of closer to like the, the high desert. But, but and, yeah. And she's never wanted to meet me. I, I mean, honestly, ever. I don't, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that she doesn't want to. She, I don't, it, your dad made it very clear that she was not welcome in your life. 
Maybe it is good that I shot him. I yeah, missed. I mean, so. <laughs> but she has mentioned having a daughter and, and really missing her. Um, but, you know. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Just uh, um, you know, for for the pod, for the pod, <laughs> for the pod, uh, Saren typed in the chat. I guess Stephanie still misses her dad, which is ex- extremely hilarious. But her aim is getting better. Is better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did roll very poorly on that. So, Stephanie. Uh, so I know my mom's name, right? Yeah, Claudia Guzman. I look to see if she's f- following me on any of my social media. Uh, I have like a lot of followers, so I would have maybe not noticed. Um, you, how many like social media accounts do you have? Uh, she probably has a Facebook she never uses, an Instagram, a Twitter, and I don't know what else is there. Does she have like a couple Twitters, like one like for her like main blog, and then one that's more of a personal Twitter? Yeah. Okay, so she does not follow your business one, but you find a follower on your personal Twitter that you think could be her. And I almost never use that. So yeah. I, I just don't notice who follows me on there. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I should be paying a little more attention in the uh, day-to-day, huh? I mean, I, I think part of why she hasn't come to visit you is because she doesn't really even know where you are. I mean, your dad just worked very, very hard to cut her completely out of your life. What did she do? I don't think she, I, I mean, that, that part I'm really honestly not clear on. They had some sort of huge disagreement about something. And I, I honestly don't know what she's never told me. Um, but yeah, something, something happened between them and she i know she left she was the one that left but once she left he made sure she stayed gone see this is exactly why i'm single <laughs> maya maya gives a chuckle and says i mean yeah hey uh, why don't we why don't we maybe get the rest of the group and maybe go for a walk around the grounds or something it's very beautiful here i remember um growing up we would go and get a gingerbread house from Solvang Bakery. That the, sounds delightful. They're super expensive. <laughs> Maya laughs. Well, maybe we can all chip in. Uh, I'll, I'll text the rest of the group. And you all get a text, uh, those of you who are not Stephanie, uh, just asking if the group wants to convene to go for a little walk around the area. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me, that was so rude. (laughs) I think right before we got that text, Isaiah was saying, like, maybe we should go find Stephanie and ask if she wants to hit this too, because she's had a fucking day. (laughs) Man, she was fucking chain-smoking in the RV. Oh my god, I thought I was gonna die of secondhand smoke. Tal has not been partaking in the in the in the marijuana, but they are like you know happily, you know, participating in the in the in the chatting session. <laughs> Cats uh, drinking tap water. That goes. And the thing about the smoking too is she's not even good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on in your car. 
<laughs> just how she's having a terrible time. <laughs> you hear through the thin walls. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I actually have a. <coughs> oh, a real one. A real, a real one, one, but there you go. <laughs> just for you. Fully for you, Stephanie. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, um, but yeah, you all get a tusk text just kind of saying, hey, let's, let's meet up out front and, and go walk around for a little bit. Yeah, sounds good. We should go. Beck picks their shirt up off the bed and looks at it, thinks for a second, looks in the mirror, looks at the shirt, looks at Cass. <laughs> what do we think? <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Beck, Beck has their shirt crisis and decides to go sans shirt. Yeah, Isaiah is just like, you don't need it, babe. <laughs> yeah, Beck, Beck tosses the shirt back on the bed and y'all head out. Uh, Sounds so good. I, I they assume, meet up yeah, you guys, the lobby. you guys all convene in, in the lobby of the bed and breakfast. Um... Uh, Maya or, or Stephanie, um, when you're walking out of the hotel room, Maya uh, kind of tentatively uh, tries to like link arms with you. Uh, I don't. Hold on. I don't catch the. I don't catch the uh, what you're trying to do, and just like your arm just like kind of hangs there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Uh, yeah, Maya he kind of shrugs, uh, but she'll keep working on it. Uh, so you guys, you guys meet up, um, and uh, it's getting to be, uh, uh, yeah, I, I would say it's getting to be a little bit later in the day. You guys, uh, Maya Googles the Solvang Bakery after Stephanie had brought them up, uh, yeah. and she can see that they're, they're closing in like an hour, so you guys would probably need to hit that first. Uh, I did post a link on. Oh, excellent! I'm sure. sorry, I tried to mute myself, but it didn't happen fast enough. <laughs> I I think that they add a, an extra quality to the podcast that is unique. Extra something. Okay. Ooh, let me look at these gingerbread houses. How expensive we talking? They they do them for like celebrities, like here, uh, solving bakery. Celebrity. Is this pastry $22? Yeah, solving is expensive too. Oh, wow. wow. That's a $225 gingerbread house. Hang on a second, guys. It's a what? They, they did one for... Uh, oh, man. Both Tall and me desperately want one of those almond tarts. They only do them in a dozen, but man, oh. I, want one of those, I want one of those fucking tarts. Uh... This is a. Uh, they they made a replica of Kim Kardashian's house out of gingerbread for her. I posted it on the oh Discord. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh. It would be something that Gary that Gary would be into. That's why I mentioned it. Why is this image like actually deeply unsettling? I like, feel I like I'm being it... threatened. <laughs> yeah, it's an image from like U.S. Uh, like one of those like celebrity gossip websites. It it's is the I love you, mommy, that I think makes it like yeah, really in like Times New Roman. <laughs> Plus, the oh my eyes. god, bear claws! Oh, bear it's twenty five dollars for one. 
<laughs> I don't no, fucking think. Oh like no, a dozen. it's a half dozen. It's, it's a half dozen. Twenty-five dollars for six. Jesus. Cass uh, only that, has like ninety dollars. <laughs> that kind of nuts just Cass and goes, "Hey, do you want to go in together on the bear claws?" It. It. Stephanie says it's on me, and she pulls out like a wad of cash. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's from your dad. That Wait, fucking rocks. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it in like a gift card or something? Oh, the cash? No, I think it was like just a stack of cash. Yeah, I got uh, less. Is that from your dad? I got it today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somehow. My way of your dad. It's um, not his business, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Where did I write down how much money I have? It was like a thousand dollars or something. It was a lot. The 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 cash you got was a thousand, and then I think you also made like a hundred something just from working. Yeah, because my character is rich. Yeah. Um. Must be nice. So yeah. Must be nice. Everybody can get whatever they want, and I'm like, don't worry about it. You know, this is not normal for me, but I've been through a lot. I'm gonna be generous. <laughs> oh, Stephanie, I think you're very generous. Don't uh, fuck no. with me. Don't fuck with me right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I think you're Cass, nice. Er, Beck goes. It, listen, don't worry. He just kind of always sounds like he's fucking with you. <laughs> it's just. The, it's just kind of the thing with him. I don't f with people. He really does. <laughs> I forgot that you don't curse. I personally curse. Cass does right. not curse. So if I curse, it's on accident. <laughs> if you uh, curse, it's you, not Cass. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so I assume y'all y'all get your your pastries, whatever. I'm, I'm assuming that that Cass gets some bear claws. Fuck yeah, he gets some bear claws, but he's only gonna eat one because he's a good boy. Aww. What do you think I spent? Like a hundred? Uh, yeah. Let's uh, we'll just call it a hundred. Okay, that's fine. Um, Isaiah bought coconut macaroons because because they're Aida's favorite, and he's harboring just a little feeling in the gut that maybe they'll get her back this trip. So Aww. he is. Rough. Tal gets uh Tal gets an almond tart. Um, Delightful. Stephanie orders a double shot of espresso. And At like it. seven p.m. Yeah. <laughs> right before Fully. they're supposed to go to bed. <laughs> high on cigarettes in the old, in the way that you can be high on cigarettes if you don't actually smoke, <laughs> and then you smoke right. like ten. Just awful. <laughs> Stephanie's gonna be miserable tomorrow morning. <laughs> she smoked a fucking half pack of cigarettes. Oh That's so terrible. <laughs> Poor sweet Stephanie. <laughs> she'll she'll probably throw them away eventually. Oh, I thought you were gonna I say she'll probably gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so too. <laughs> that is likely. Which honestly, but yeah, highly <laughs> likely. <laughs> Between oh. the nicotine and the caffeine, ooh. Oh, oh well, my god, her bowel movements. <laughs> uh, we don't talk about. Okay, Stephanie's we won't go. Movements. We won't go in that. We won't go there. That's all. <laughs> we're gonna leave it there. Um, we're gonna leave it there. Uh, Any whom, uh, you guys. 
Oh. Uh, while we're sitting there eating pastries, can I show everybody the runic fountain pen? Oh, yes! Yes, let's do that. Um, does anybody know anything about magic-y stuff? Like, do you see this? Do you see, could it be magic? And I hold up a fountain pen. Uh, I know has... some things about a little bit of magic. What? <laughs> what, what, <is> it, <laughs> yeah. what does it look like again, Felix? Uh, yes, so... Uh, it's a gold fountain pen. Uh, it has Stephanie's name and birthday uh, engraved in it, along with a rune that I will uh, try to find in my phone and drop into session notes or campaign chatting. Um, it should be in there already, but a little bit far back. Oh, yeah, I think uh, you did. I can find it. Yeah, it's it's just like a black and white uh, image. It's like a, a little symbol I drew with my fingies on my phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that symbol. Yeah, it's got like a like half an arrow and like an infinity sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyone. Oh, yeah. 14 on the an arcana check. Yeah, if anyone else wants to make an arcana check, go for it. Yeah, Isaiah took the close to look at it because he actually does from like a long history of like they have so many little magical bits and ends that that are in their family, but he doesn't recognize it. I only got a six on that arcana check. Gotcha. Um, Tall can make an arcana check. Uh, they yeah. have. It's not proficiency, but they've got a plus two because of their amulet. Yeah, they have they have okay arcana. Yeah. I just got a natural 20. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! You're a very <laughs> prescient natural 20s in this campaign. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say that it's an established fact that Tal is really like into arcane magic. Like, like it's something that really interests them. Yes. And I'm going to say that um, it would make sense for the Order of Soul to like have like a catalog of magical artifacts that they've encountered like in their library yeah i think so that let's makes say sense. well let's say that uh tall saw this like has has seen like something similar or something like something like this pen in the sort of magical artifact catalog uh yeah. and they remembered it because it was really interesting and so they look they take a look at this and they're like oh i know what this is this is this is a pen of confidence um you can write it, it writes on any surface and the cool part is that uh the writing can only be seen by people who've been marked with the pen symbol um and uh the marking lasts for a day and then you have to redo it but so like if you wanted to like let's say you want to go like do reconnaissance or something right or like leave a map mm. uh and then you would mark us all with like on like our hands with like the symbol and nobody else could see it except for us who have the symbol. And then if you want to like draw arrows on walls and shit and like give us directions, we would be able to follow you. Oh. Uh, worth noting also, the pen never runs out of ink. Never it runs out of all, ink. It's, it it's will a, it's always magical. have, it's a magical pen, it has a, a for constantly resupplying a well of ink. Here's a question. Is it only the like the marking on people that fades, or is it all markings done by the pen? Right. Um, I would say, yeah, I I, I would say it's all markings done by. The pen. Okay. That's good. Um, 
Yeah. That was like if 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 Stephanie's mom left Stephanie like a secret message or something and. Oh but yeah, no. no. It but no, it fades after a day. Yeah, all all, all markings made by the pen will will fade after a day. Um, also, yeah, th th very important to note, you can't just mark someone with the symbol with anything. It has to be with the pen specifically. With the pen. And, uh, and like, I, you couldn't, like, right. draw the symbol in Sharpie and, like, yeah. No, yeah, no, it has to be with the pen. Um, all right. So, uh, so, yeah. So, Stephanie, you have had that pen identified for you now. Uh, I will attune to that. Absolutely. Beautiful. Um. Uh, so I would say y'all are starting to head back. Oh, uh, wait, hang on. I should oh. probably tell everyone about what Ethan told me um, because I only kind of just like told Stephanie that we had to maybe kill a new god. Uh, you told me that? I don't, I don't remember. Totally fucking <laughs> dissociated at the wheel earlier. <laughs> so Yes, that would be a good conversation to have. Cass um, pulls out his little spiral notebook and his pen, and he uh, gives everybody the talk that Ethan gave him, and that's that. And you don't want to roleplay it? Their... No, I he would. I would rather skip his uh, incoherent explanation of that occasion. But rest assured, it's very irritating. <laughs> you guys get a, a difficult piecemeal. Uh, explanation of uh everything ethan had said which is honestly looking at his notes is a lot better than listening to what's coming out of his mouth <laughs> beautiful so. <laughs> uh yeah basically what you guys gather is uh you know there's this this kind of place between planes called the liminal space if you can get there then you're kind of between life and death um and have an incredible amount of power. But according to pretty much all necromantic research that's been done, you should not be able to get there because of the magical barriers. Uh, but if you could, you would be immensely powerful. If you got there and back, you would be nigh unstoppable. Well, that's just great. I think it'll be okay. Do you think your friend Ethan could send us that book? Like snail mail? I guess. Actually, let me have him photocopy it and he can email it to us. People still if say he... snail mail? <laughs> what else do you call it? <laughs> uh, let me text him really quick and Cass texts him and asks him if he would pretty please please photocopy this ancient book that your grandfather <laughs> shared with you and email it to him <laughs> you know when we when we used to summer in uh britain they call it the post oh my god right okay and that's better than snail mail um you sounds you better with the accent right you get a text back from Ethan asking very specifically if you know of any kinkos in Wyoming. <laughs> Why are you in Wyoming? <laughs> he texts back, I told you I was on my way. Oh, God! Yes! <laughs> hey, you guys! <laughs> my best friend is going to meet us in Northern California! <laughs> hey! Uh, <laughs> does he have the book with him? 
Oh, that's a great question. I say, do you have the book with you? Even though have, I guess he has the book with him, that he doesn't need to do with the fucking snail mail. Yeah, I mean, he offered to Xerox copy it uh, in Wyoming, so I guess he has it with him. That would make sense, a, wouldn't it? You get a selfie of a like, like turquoise blue skinned Triton with like golden freckles, uh, wearing like a uh, a like sleeveless uh black turtleneck and like a collar and then like cat ears um <laughs> like a headband of cat ears uh and he's just like doing like the peace sign with his tongue out and then in his other hand he's got the book and so it's just like this very like you know goth cat boy like triton <laughs> selfie but then with this just like ancient necromantic tone <laughs> she Cash shows this picture to everyone like this. Like, look at my best friend. Isn't he cute? He's a cat boy. So, Stephanie's like, wait, he's the necromancer? I thought all necromancers were evil. No, that's a very Come common on, misconception man. because they usually are. But Ethan's really cool. <laughs> Ethan's great. Yeah. So, uh, strangely, for, for no reason, you get a text underneath that selfie that says, hey, is someone saying that all necromancers are evil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We'll, we'll set them straight, baby. That's okay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we'll work it out. You get a, a text of a, a kissy emoji and then also the water emoji. Uh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. No, that's so... what Cass says in response to that is, oh, very good. <laughs> 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 what a text um so uh yeah so you guys have gotten that uh pretty intense information and also confirmation that ethan the necromancer is in fact on his way damn i thought he was kidding <laughs> <laughs> i guess cash should know better <laughs> um so it's it's getting pretty late now uh you guys start heading back uh, to the bed and breakfast. On the walk back, I'm teaching Stephanie how to vape. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, so yeah, y'all walking back, Stephanie and, and Isaiah are vaping together, if, if that's what Stephanie chooses to do. It makes me cough um, worse. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, Cat or Beck, I keep calling Beck Cass for some reason. Beck They're rushes one and the up. Same. <laughs> Beck rushes up uh, behind Stephanie and holds out a, a bottle of ice cold water. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, no problem. Those coughs sound rough. I like chug half of the bottle. <laughs> um, so you guys are getting back on the grounds of the bed and breakfast. Oh, Stephanie, uh, you should really sip on that. It could hurt your stomach if you drink it too fast. <sighs> you know, just in light of everything else. Just uh, trying to I look out for you. Had a lot of caffeine. I got those two monsters at the gas station. The what? <laughs> 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 uh... <laughs> I would say you should lay down, but maybe you should, like, take a shower. Yeah, I'm going to take a cold shower for maybe like an hour. Cold shower <laughs> for an hour? Wake me up. I don't think you need to wake up, sweetheart. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's, 
We'll have someone I check guess, on I you. I mean, if you're a night owl, like. I'll, uh, Maya speaks up because I'll, I'll keep an eye on her. Okay. Uh, as you guys are approaching. If my, if my dad can't wake up, somebody has to. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> as you guys are approaching uh, the bed and breakfast. Uh, you guys see something pretty weird coming towards you. Is it um, a cop car? No, it's a oh. big, uh, like not big as in like big, like like lion sized or anything, just like too big for like a normal house cat. Yeah. Uh, this like gray cat, like just big uh, with like, th- this is the creepy part. Its eyes are human. Uh, like distinctly like human-eyed gray house cat uh, that is big and lumbering towards you all and meows at you in this like just horrible gravelly meowing Um, and as it spots all of you it reverts into its true form uh, which is a uh bruised and graying swollen corpse uh with clawed hands what you guys are looking at is a uh drauger uh it's a uh norwegian or a danish uh, yeah uh and uh with that i will have you all roll initiative oh wait when it (laughs) cass's hand is like out and he's about to go like no matter how horrible and <laughs> awful looking the cat was, he was gonna pet it. But then he's like, uh, <laughs> no. "Oh, uh, it is uh, most certainly Tall's turn first. <laughs> Yay! So unsurprisingly, as a monk, I'm gonna punch it. Really? <laughs> well, well, actually, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get up in its space. And then I'm gonna summon my arms of the astral self. Love so it. I'm gonna need it to make uh, a deck saving throw. That's not very good at all. Good. Uh, that's a 12. That does not save. So it takes so. Uh, eight damage. So now I'm gonna uh, attack it. Um. Uh, does a 24, 20, 24 hit. Does 24 hit? Very, very much so. Yes, extremely hits. Excellent. Uh, so that's, uh, five damage. And then again, does a 16 hit? Probably not. Actually, yes. Okay. 16 hits. Uh, then that is um, seven damage. And I'm going to need to make a con save for that last one. Uh, I'll let you know right now it has very good con. Of course uh, it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's got an 18. All right, yeah, fine. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't get stunned, whatever. And also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, you actually, I, I have to adjust the amount of damage you did. Um, 
does it, it if if you're attacking with the arms of Ash, the astral self does that uh-huh. count as magical damage it does or? it okay, does count so as magic damage that one you did full damage on two were just punches right no they were still ma- all oh, they my were all, are magical oh. my fists count as magical weapons gorgeous okay never mind then damage is damage is perfect you're no, all good my, my fists my fist i have key running through me i am Wonderful. magical already beautiful okay then then that's all good um uh because yeah it does just fyi it does have resistance to all non-magical damage um, i thought it might which is why i didn't hit it with my quarter staff delightful because that's not okay. magic and i hit with my it is uh now it's gonna be isaiah's turn Okay, I have something really cool that I'm planning, but I'm not ready yet. I'm still doing some research. I'm gonna put my turn on pause, hand it over to the next person. Then when I'm done figuring out what the fuck I'm doing, I'll put my hand up. Okay, so we can delay your turn. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what, Cass, what is, uh, what's Cass's dex? Dex is uh, 16, so it's a plus three. Okay, then yeah, Maya most certainly has higher decks than you. So Maya will be going and then cast. So uh, Maya is going to hit this Trouger because that is what monks do um, with her with her fisties. Um, she's gonna uh, take her first attack. So uh, she'll do a little bit of damage there. Let's see. Uh, and then she'll take her next attack, because why wouldn't she? <laughs> she got a nat 20. Yay! Oh, you love to see it. Um, okay. Go Maya. Go Maya. Go Maya. Uh, that's a... Oh, that's a lot of damage. Okay, and then she's going to take her last attack. And still hits. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're gonna hop over to to Isaiah now before we get to that, or before we get to cast. Why do I keep doing that? Uh, anyway, uh, they're yeah, the Isaiah. same person. <laughs> oh my God, they were roommates. Oh my God, they oh, were roommates. roommates. Okay, Isaiah, uh, go for it. All right, so I want to explain a little bit because I'm pretty sure this is the first time this item has been mentioned on the podcast. Okay. Um, I have something called the Ring of the Grammarian which means that I can take any spell that I no. is in my spell list, change it by one letter, and it becomes a different spell with a different effect. I'm terrified. No. <laughs> I'm quaking in my boots. Are you gonna cast Bene? <laughs> For the people at home, Bene is a spell that turns you Italian. <laughs> Um, no, okay. I'm using Dissonant Whippers. Now, now, the way this works is Felix the DM has final say on how the spell works, but I get to kind of introduce how I think the spell would work. Yes. So what I'm imagining is that I create what's basically a spiritual weapon that's a bunch of eldritch tentacles that whip people. That's fascinating. I was going to go in a slightly different direction, but I think let's go with that one. Okay. Yeah, because that's um, why I had to pause. I had to look up and see how the hell a um, spiritual weapon works because I've never played a cleric before. So it's almost—it's a, a similar vibe to like a oh, what's that one wizard spell with the tentacles? No, I was thinking of uh, what? no. Uh, 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 I know it. I know it. I know yeah, it. Yeah, the one. 
Isn't it it's, a warlock spell? No, it's it's a wizard warlock sorcerer spell. I it's I like know Ivar's, the fucking spell. It's like Ivar's black tentacles or something no, like no, that. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Wim said it in the Ivar's uh, black chat. tentacles. Yeah. Ivar's. Oh, yes. that's different than what I was thinking. Uh, okay, so that that kind of a vibe. Yeah, okay. Uh, give me one little moment just to do some Google-weenie. Oh, the, the Google-weenie. It summons Ooh. a bunch of tentacles that deal bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Is it so magical that, bludgeoning that like... damage? Yes. Nice. Oh, shit. Or maybe it's force damage, which is like the magical equivalent of bludgeoning damage. Uh, I don't want to sound too overconfident here, guys, but I think we got this one in the fucking bag. Hell yeah. yeah that's assuming, it's, it's, that's assuming uh, that this thing is the only one of its kind around here. Well, whatever bad thing that happens will at least be funny, so... Okay, uh, yeah, so we're just gonna use this spell, like, kind of like Evard's Black Tentacles. Alright, uh, let me look I up Evard's Black Uh, I, I can just tell you. So, uh, the the creature must succeed, succeed on a dexterity th- saving throw or take 3d6 bludgeoning damage. And be restrained by the tentacles until the spell ends. What uh, level is Dissonant Whispers? One. Oh, and this is fourth level. Yeah, so, so I'm say, maybe actually... make it like maybe make it like two d six and no restraint. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, let's let's knock down that damage a, a teensy bit. Uh, so we're yeah we're just gonna do the damage and we're not gonna deal with any sort of restraining here. Um, so let me see. But restraining what? would be so funny. It would be. Uh, what <laughs> is your general spell DC, Isaiah? My save uh, sixteen. Okay, then you will see how this creepy guy does. We're doing dex. It saved. Bastard. It just got a 16 and then it has a plus one to dex. Um, so uh So it doesn't, but but we can say that, that, that you can maintain uh, that spell, uh, but it, it will require concentration. Okay. Next is now um, is is cast. That's great. So do you remember when I said how sick would it be if I electrocuted people when I hit them with my quarterstaff and everyone yeah. agreed that it would be super fucking sick? A 15 to hit on the quarterstaff. That exactly hits. Oh, that's very good. Okay, so I'll roll the bludgeoning damage. That's a five, so a two. Okay. And then the damage from Shocking Grasp is 10. 10. And that's lightning damage, right? Or is it radiant? It is lightning damage. Okay. Yeah, this thing is not looking good. It hasn't even gone to go yet. Yay! <laughs> Looks good. That's what happens when you have a bad initiative. What can I say? Right? God damn. All right, uh, let's see. It is turn. Um, I'll give one wild guess as to what Beck and Monk is going to do right now. Punch it. They're going to hit it with his fist. Are they going to punch it? I think they're going to punch it with their fists. Yay! (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay. Um, 
Oh, that rolled. Nope, that's a nat one. That rolled for such a long time <laughs> and then landed on a nat one. I'm sorry. I feel like this is the universe's way of balancing the budget <laughs> on nat 20. Okay. Beck was uh, so distracted by Cass's sick fucking moves. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's exactly what happened. Like, Beck was like, Beck's like kind of looking at Cass right now and just like. <laughs> had a moment where they were like, oh, oh, shit, wait, like, oh, right, I'm supposed to punch the thing. Right, 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 right. Uh, okay, so they're gonna take their next attack. Oh my god, Beck. Oh no. <laughs> it's a two. <laughs> okay, last attack. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. They're gonna make their last attack. Um, that one is definitely going to hit, though. Uh, so at Yay. least there's that. That gets to do a little bit of damage. Uh, Not Beck's fault that Cass is undeniably sexy. Yeah. I think Beck, it's very deniable, but to each their own. Beck just, just needs some water some and guy. maybe to sit down for a little bit. Just um, some guy. <laughs> to everyone else, Cass is just some guy, but to Beck, Cass is the guy. <laughs> we love to see it. You I'm love to gay. See it. Yeah, a little bit. Um, anywho, to everyone it is... else here, he's one of the guys. Aww. Aww. Uh, all right. Um, hey, just some guy. Hey. All right. Uh, it's the Draugr's turn. Um, Finally. Let's see. Yeah, I think it's going to use its claw attack on Tall. Um, it does hit. Does a 17 hit? No! My AC's nice. 19. You gotta love it. All right, uh, so misses with uh, the claw attack. Um, now is going to uh, take its bite attack on Maya. So yeah, it gets a, a bite in on Maya. Uh, she doesn't look too phased. And then the last thing it's gonna do on its turn is it is going to use its maddening aura oh, on, no. on Cass. Sounds uh, like shit. So, yeah, so Cass- <laughs> Boy, I hope uh, I don't have to make a charisma roll. <laughs> please make me an intelligence saving throw. Oh. You're a wizard. I'm actually you're good a, at that. I was yeah. a wizard, you should have good intelligence. Use your knowledge of mathematics to clear. I'm fucking, I'm working on it. Uh, I got a 16. Ugh. 16 just saves. Yes! <laughs> uh, Woohoo! So not only do you resist the maddening aura, but you can feel yourself uh, becoming like more confident, a little bit like more rooted in what's going on, and you actually are now immune to the effects for the next 24 hours. Nice. So it cannot it cannot target you with that again. Um, Cass has been meditating a lot. Me. Okay, Stephanie's turn. Oh no, Steph. No, oh, it's, no Stephanie hasn't gone yet. Damn. I'm the lowest. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's kind of good because I'm a ranged sneak attacker, so it's nice to have everybody uh, close the distance for me. Um, right. So, do I get advantage because I have allies close by, or is that just sneak attack? I don't remember. I think sneak that's attack. just sneak attack. Just yeah. sneak attack. Um, doesn't seem to notice me. Is there anything I could hide behind? 
Um, maybe a tree or a bush, but you guys are kind of like out in the main grounds of, of the... I'll, I'll let you make a, a stealth check to hide. Okay, I mean, if it helps to lower my DC at all, I could do like a investigation check really quick to look around. Yeah, go ahead and do an investigation check first to see if there's a good place to hide. Oh, that's a mod 20. Mod 20? Uh, yeah, there's a big old tree that you could definitely duck behind. For the bonus action hide, uh, 13 plus 9 is 22. 22. Okay, I'm just going to real quick. Um, yeah, no, there's, there's, yeah, you're, you're all good. You're, you're plenty hidden. Uh, so now I, Stephanie, with her uh, shaky trigger finger from far too much caffeine, uh, rolls with advantage with Shangdi's pistol as she pulls it out uh, from her side. Delightful. And that is to hit uh, 19. Uh, and I use lightning damage. Beautiful. 16, uh, 20 damage. Ooh. 20 damage. 20 damage? Yep. Uh, 20 lightning okay. damage. Uh, yeah, that's that's wild. Um, yeah, uh, she, as, is... as Stephanie goes to shoot, she's like, I was just starting to have a good day! <laughs> <laughs> and it's no longer hidden because that's how it works when you attack. Incredible. Um, yeah, it it does not like that. Um, does not like that at all. Uh, it is now going to be uh, um, Tal's turn. Hey! One guess as to what I'm gonna do. Are you gonna punch it? I am gonna punch it. Uh, that is uh, 16 to hit. Okay, I'm actually gonna use one of its abilities, and no! you're not gonna like this. No! Uh, you're actually, it is going to look at you, try to hit it, and just kind of radiate necromantic magic, and uh, it's gonna force disadvantage on you. No. Well, that was a nine, so it's. I rolled a nine, so let's gotcha. see if I. I rolled better that time, so. Okay. Yeah, you. Yeah, you definitely hit it. Um, I rolled an eleven. You uh, should be so really glad. You're. You're just. Just be so glad you didn't roll a nat one on that. On that disadvantage roll, because that wouldn't have been good. I am. I am glad. I'm very glad. Um, um nine damage. I'm gonna hit nine it again. Damage. No, don't actually. No, oh. actually, don't. No, don't hit it again. Because that would be weird, because it's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, you... Uh, yeah, after that nine damage, it just... It, it like, its eyes just go blank. And it, you know, shudders. And it just collapses to the ground in a uh, really nasty... It's not bleeding ribs. It's already a corpse. So it's just, it's not a, it's not a fun thing to see. It's Ugh. very, very gross the way this thing just kind of collapses and starts to Deflates. fall apart and decompose. Wait, Cass wants yeah, to poke basically. the bits to see if he can find anything cool. Okay, poke the bits. He, he pokes the bits at the end of his quarter staff. Are you gonna roll anything for that, or just? <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. Okay. I mean, yeah. wait, wait. Could he find anything cool in no. there? Wait, uh, no. Actually, I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna roll an investigation check. Yeah, roll an investigation check for me. Ass, is this some weird shit you used to do growing up with Ethan? <laughs> yeah, we used to talk dead stellar. Um, I only got a seven, so he's just looking it for fun. Uh, with with a seven, you poke it with your quarter staff, and your quarter staff goes right through it with like an awful squish. <laughs> he goes, oh, oh man, I wish Ethan was here. <laughs> Remember how I said Stephanie might throw up? She throws up. <laughs> oh God, there we go. Um. All right, so yeah, y'all have successfully won this fight. Um, And it's hard to, honestly hard to say where that thing came from, if it had just been kind of living on the grounds as a cat this whole time, Uh, but what's kind of up with that? Wait, can I roll an arcana check to see if I can figure out why it was a fucking cat? Sure. I only got a 10. <laughs> so. Wait, is that uh, you not th- just how Danish people look? <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Damn, what is Danish people already do? Ooh, I'm gonna canceled for anti Danish hate. I am Danish. <laughs> We're hating on all the subsets of white people. We got Italians, <laughs> we got the Danish. I've never heard someone say Italians like Italian in my life. Italians. Italians. Um, actually, uh, Cass, if you are curious about why it was a cat, uh, I, you could actually go ahead and make a history check instead. Oh, I would love to do that. I'm very good at it. Yes. I got a fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> Cass doesn't a know nat shit. One. I got a, a nat, nat one, and I have a plus seven, so I got an eight. <laughs> nat, nat, a nat one is a nat one. Cass, you're thinking about why it could be a cat. How right? are cats connected? And you, you're thinking really hard. You like actually go to sit down on a nearby rock and just think about this. And you are cat cracking a case open like, <laughs> right. wide in your brain. Cats, yeah, absolutely. Who likes cats? Ethan. Okay, so if Ethan likes cats and this thing was a cat, maybe you weren't supposed to kill it. Maybe it was here to be your friend because Ethan sent it. And you start feeling <laughs> deep, deep oh guilt God. for killing no, the friend this, Ethan sent this, for you. This is actually so funny because at the beginning of this, I was like, would it be stupid if I was like, Cash should try and talk it down. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're you're sitting on this rock just feeling deep, deep guilt for having killed the friend Ethan sent. Oh, you. his soul is totally crushed, <laughs> and he poked its corpse like a crass <laughs> idiot. Like, what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, so we're I have going back like to the to hotel. Do. We're we're going back to the hotel to like get go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about to be the next day. So, just to like sort of check things out, uh, I have the blink spell that I can cast once per day. That's I'd like to, true. I'd like to cast that and just blink into the ethereal plane and see if there's anything like chilling around there or is like anything suspicious. Huh. I'd also like okay. to roll an investigation check to search the area for casters. Okay. Uh, let's do what order should we do those in? 
let's actually deal with Stephanie's thing first, and then I will okay. get to what Tal sees in the ethereal plane. Okay. Um, so Stephanie, go ahead and roll investigation. Uh, nine plus eight is 17. 17? Um, you... Uh, so yeah, there's not just like some spooky guy in like a black cloak, like drumming his fingers together in like a sinister way or something like that. Like, but on a 17, basically what you get is just, you can kind of tell pretty much all the lights in the bed and breakfast are off, except for in one room. Uh, I, I point that out and um, I would walk over there for sure. All right. Um, I will stealth over there myself. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll go back to Tall. Uh, Tall is going to blink into the ethereal plane. Huh. Okay. This is a little bit of a curveball for me. Let me let me really think about this. Um. Like a roll I perception think? check. Uh, yeah. Roll perception. Yeah. Roll perception when you're in the ethereal. Uh, that is a 16 plus 7, 23, Ooh. 23, I can do math. 23. Uh, okay. You s do see something. For the most part, the ethereal plane is pretty much the same as how it always looks whenever you've blinked before. Yeah. Um, that, for the most part. Yeah. What you notice that is different is not something that is in the ethereal plane like it it's it is almost what it seems to you you see basically a massive silhouette like but it's and it's massive like like truly enormous but it's not in the ethereal plane it's like behind the ethereal plane okay is it purple uh yes yes it is excellent cool awesome great wonderful and it uh, and you can't make out that many details of this silhouette uh but you can tell you know they're tall um kind of a little bit lanky uh maybe like a shorter hair um but you can't uh, otherwise you can't really make out many details about the silhouette but it definitely like the presence is menacing. Cool. Excellent. Awesome. Great. Right after you said that oh, spooky shit, something you. went bump in my house and now I'm scared. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just me. I'm, I'm just in your closet. Well, Don't worry. Manifest it. Get out of the closet. It's 2021. <laughs> uh, so, Stephanie, uh, you start approaching the uh, the room that has the light on. 24 um, stealth. Yeah, you, you're stealthing uh, and you're approaching it and uh, you um, get to the window uh, and are you I'm assuming you're going to try to peek in see who's in there? Uh, yes, and I want my uh, sluice Polaroid in my hands. Perfect. Uh, you peek in, and in the room, you see 
a younger looking person. Um, they have uh, short, like pinkish red hair, uh, glasses, and are turned away from the window. Um, dun, dun, dun. Uh, all right. I, w- I would say I would take a picture. And ah! Yeah. I, I take a picture with the sluice Polaroid and uh, I made myself do a flat wisdom check and I left the flash on. Love it. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. Ooh, okay, yeah. Love it. Okay, yeah, that's where we're gonna uh, we're gonna end on that, I think, for right now. Okay. Uh do does everybody does anybody agree that uh Cass should say the thing that's in the <laughs> in yeah! the chat? Yes, let's 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 please uh as as the night is winding down, uh Cass and Beck uh head into their hotel room uh and Cass makes a phone call. He just feels so crushingly guilty for killing his best friend's cat that he calls Ethan up, who thankfully does not answer the phone, and he says Hey, bud. I'm sorry I killed your Danish cat, zombie. Can't wait to see you, bestie. Love you. Bye. And that's it. He hangs up. And uh, I can only imagine that's extremely concerning to receive when you're <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> well, that was one of the hopes. What's going to happen next time on Southland?